I'd like to thank Aaron K for sponsoring this week's Torah content. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shirim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and access additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishnewes.substack.com. I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the audio version of the one-page article entitled Bruce Lee's Oak and the Success of Evil, published on my blog, Kol Hasridim, on July 6, 2021. Bruce Lee's Oak and the Success of Evil. Bruce Lee taught, the oak tree is mighty, yet it will be destroyed by a mighty wind because it resists the elements. The bamboo bends with the wind, and by bending, survives. This is the foundation of Jeet Kune Do, Bruce Lee's approach to martial arts and to life, the motto of which is using no way as way, having no limitation as limitation. Instead of clinging to a fixed set of techniques and rules, naively believing they will guarantee success in every situation, the true martial artist is fluid like water, constantly adapting and responding to the dynamism of combat without any rigidity or imposition of systems. This afternoon, I was thinking about a number of people, people I've met, as well as famous figures I haven't met, who were both rigid and highly successful, and were successful precisely because of their single-minded rigidity. I'm talking about people like Steve Jobs, Douglas MacArthur, Robert Moses, etc. This led me to notice a nuance in this particular version of Bruce Lee's statement. The oak tree is mighty, yet it will be destroyed by a mighty wind because it resists the elements. The bamboo bends with the wind, and by bending, survives. The oak tree is described as mighty, but the bamboo is not. The quality that makes the oak tree mighty is the same quality that guarantees its destruction. The quality that precludes might in the bamboo is what guarantees its long life. This in turn led me to an epiphany about tzaddikim, righteous people, and rishaim, wicked people. There are many psukim, verses, in Sefer Tehillim, the book of Psalms, and Sefer Mishlei, the book of Proverbs, which compare the short-term success of rishaim with the long-term flourishing of tzaddikim. For example, in Tehillim 92.8, it says, when the wicked bloom like grass and all the doers of iniquity blossom, it is to destroy them forever and ever, which is contrasted with the same chapter, verses 13 through 15. A righteous person will flourish like a date palm and like a cedar in Lebanon, he will grow tall. Planted in the house of Hashem, in the courtyards of our God, they will flourish. They will still be fruitful in old age, vigorous and fresh they will be. The Russia, wicked person, seeks to forcibly impose an artificial, ambitious, self-serving system onto reality with the goal of attaining absolute power and greatness at any cost. A basic tenet of Mishlei and Tehillim is that such an individual is destined to fail for the same reasons that Bruce Lee stated. The more tenaciously the Russia clings to his self-aggrandizing schemes, the more inevitable and more catastrophic will be his downfall. It's only a matter of time before his plans clash with reality, and reality always wins. My insight into Bruce Lee's quotation added a new dimension to my understanding of this phenomenon. I had previously focused on the fact that the oak tree like Russia will be destroyed by a mighty wind because he resists the elements. But the oak tree like Russia is mighty. In other words, the Russia will attain great success and strength because of his wickedness. Look no further than Hitler, Mussolini, Saddam Hussein, and the other great Rashaim throughout history. It is true that reality eventually caught up with them and destroyed them, but see how mighty they became up until their downfall. Thus, when we see Rashaim enjoying great success, not only should we view this as a sign of their impending collapse, but we must also recognize that they have purchased a superlative level of success by paying the price of ultimate self-destruction. This also sheds a new light on the type of success we can expect to see from Tzadikim. The Tzadik will not be mighty like the Russia. Rather, his success will be his steady flourishing and bamboo-like endurance. 
If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbischneeweiss at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading, and thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.